versus like now where it's like this is my outlet this is like me this is where I find myself decompressing and just letting everything go Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I am your host, Greg, and as always on this podcast, we are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I am grateful you have chosen to spend part of your time today with me, listening to cool things and cool people. And uh, without any further ado, let's get to this week's episode. Hey, all right, friends, we are back for another episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness, recording live from the snow out at the lake, because I am where I sometimes live now. So pretty pumped to be out here pretty less than pumped to see all the snow and cold weather but uh that's a me thing because i like hot and dry so definitely got the visualizations of the arizona desert going on in my head right now especially as we look around outside and it is snowing and looks apocalyptic in the mountains to the east and the south but Hey, that's how life goes sometimes. So there you have it. Uh, what is new and exciting? Not a ton of things, but uh, in fun to me news, I finally put my Sedona Scorpion sticker on my coffee cup, which had been a project only four months in the making. So hooray for that. That is one big thing accomplished today, and it makes my coffee cup so much cooler because there's a scorpion. But anyway. What is the topic of today's podcast? What are we going to be chatting about? And I figured it'd be kind of good. It is spring. Uh, We just passed a giant conjunction of a whole bunch of planets lined up in the evening sky a couple days ago. It is Monday, April the 3rd, as I record this. And I thought, why don't we talk about frequency slash vibration and ways that you can raise it? If you are like me and into spiritual and metaphysical topics and all kinds of cool ways to heal yourself, heal others, uh, just engage with the world in a different way than some people choose or were conditioned to, uh, it's super cool. And I really enjoy talking about this stuff. I really enjoy learning about it and working towards a way to monetize it. But I thought, why don't we talk about it a little bit because it might put some things in your life in context for you. So real quick, like frequency, it comes from, I don't know, physics, math, something like that. Frequency is measured in hertz, which is one cycle per second. So the number of times something happens per second. Often heard in music, um, you know, violins, blah, blah, blah. How many times, you know, like the, the notes on the music scale, how many times something vibrates per second. So that was the the first definition I found. And I comprehend this a lot better because there is the context of frequency healing. So different ways that you can vibrate or oscillate or things repeat that can induce healing. So there is something called solfeggio frequencies, which I listen to all the time. Um, anyways, it's a way of doing that. But frequency for the purpose of this is everything has its is 
everything is vibrating. Everything has its own frequency, whether that's people, whether that's places, whether that's trees. So that can lead to some of the differences. And higher or lower, these terms are arbitrary. But just looking at frequency, you may notice that you connect more with people at some level or less with people at another level. So one of the cool things that we can do is to start to raise our vibration, raise our frequency. And, you know, this ties a little bit into some of the work of Louise Hay or Abraham Hicks, uh, Esther Hicks. But there are some of the, quote, heavy emotions and some of the light emotions. So heavy emotions would be shame and guilt, for example, whereas lighter emotions, love and joy and peace and a feeling of oneness with the world. And why I chose to talk about this topic today is there are a lot of things that um, that go on in the world that they were associated with. And I realized I forgot one of the heavier emotions or challenging emotions is fear. And there are a lot of powers that be that are invested in maintaining a culture of fear. So it's easy to control people. And I figured it'd be kind of good just to go through some of the ways that you can raise your vibration because it's really cool. And part of my journey has been moving away from many of the things that I grew up with or was accustomed to or was conditioned to in school to really experiencing and exploring things for myself in all the ways that has played out. It generally hasn't played out how uh, you see things happen in movies, but it's been an experience in and of itself that has led me to grow in ways I couldn't have imagined. And one of those things that I've done is really focus on changing my vibration and being really aware of what I consume energetically, media-wise, uh, or even just the people that I'm around. So that's kind of long and rambling way. But what, you, what I want to do and what I want to share today is that we all have all these emotions have different energy frequencies that can balance how you feel. So if we can start to get ourselves to feel or be aware of some of these higher frequency emotions, then we can really start to elevate things to the point that we not we may not be interacting or comprehending with many of the other things. This is easiest to comprehend in terms of I am entirely certain everyone out there can relate to a coworker who is very negative or perhaps a former friend or relative or some kind where it's negative, it's complaining, or it's the constant, they're referring to the constant fear cycle of the news. Oh my gosh, you can't do this because CNN said so. Oh my gosh, look at what happened here. Oh my gosh, look at these idiots. Oh my gosh, you know, whatever it may be, case in point, last three years. So when our energy field is impacted by some of these low vibrational energies, then we may feel bad, different, not great. Uh, physically feel the things, um, fatigued, drained, um, possibly physical effects such as a compromised immune system. What? Staring at fear, fear-mongering can actually weaken your immune system? Yeah, turns out it can. So how you can raise your vibration can actually really help you out. If you're in depression, it can help move you out of depression. If you are, you know, in a bad situation or dealing with someone that 
maybe in a lower vibration, you can remove yourself from that. Or we can start to get positive pathways flowing in the brain and we can release some aspects of the negative programming that um, we are subject to through simple things such as reading a newspaper or watching television. So, uh, without further ado, some random ways to raise your vibration, and these tend to be things that are going to help you to feel better. So, for me, uh, the first thing, and what I just did for an hour before I record this podcast, is go for a walk in nature. Nature is a fantastic way to stay connected and to really detach from the artificial world that we see through screens. So I went outside, I went for a walk to the Ponderosa Forest, I walked down on the beach, uh, didn't take a phone with me, I was just paying attention to things. And the sun was out, I could feel the breeze on my skin, I took off my boots and walked barefoot on the very cold sand for a little while, but these are all things that help me feel better. For me, it's at the point of simply stepping outside of a box that I live in, it's essentially a... Yeah, a very nicely designed box with some smaller boxes inside of it. Uh, But just going outside, I noticed that, hey, the light is different. The smells are different. The colors are more vibrant because I'm not encapsulated in a box. So just getting outside, getting into nature, grounding yourself. Another thing that you can do is to keep a gratitude journal. So... That involves, it's super simple. It involves just looking around or paying attention to things to be grateful for. So, for example, I am looking out the window here. I am grateful for these ponderosa pines that are surrounding where I live because I can walk outside and smell those magical pine, the magical pine scent. It is actually working on my immune system and helping to, helping my immune system do its job. I can be grateful that the platform I use, Anchor FM, has a a way that's fairly simple so I could teach myself how to podcast. That's something to be grateful for. Uh, Be grateful that I got a text from a friend. Uh, Be grateful that I uh, woke up and have another day of experiencing life on this planet. There's, There's a ton of things that you could do to be grateful for. And one of the easiest ways to raise your vibration is when you first get up in the morning, first wake up in the morning, just think about things that that you value. So, hey, you know, simple things that I do, I'm lying in bed. I'm grateful for my bed because it's so comfortable. I am grateful for my pillow because it's very comfortable. I am grateful to wake up from my slumber because I can now go and experience life today. So it can be, <laughs> it may seem kind of dumb and kind of simple, but it really does work because that kicks your day off. You're starting on a positive note, things to be grateful for. And the more that you can think of things to be grateful for, the more things, the idea is the more things or people or places or whatever show up that you are grateful for. And it just perpetuates and perpetuates. I'm sure we can all relate to a time where something went wrong and then something else went wrong and it's very easy to be in a negative spiral or it's very easy to get tied into negative spirals from what we're seeing on the media what we're seeing on tell a vision what someone who's toxic or negative may be doing so just keeping away from that that can really help us
Uh, the next thing I have is to meditate. And meditation is a great form of raising your vibration. There are many, many different ways in which we can meditate. Uh, the one that I use is still the one that I learned. I'm speaking great today. Uh, the one I use is still one of the very first ones that I ever learned is a simple inhale and exhale technique, but that really helps me to calm and quiet the mind. Another thing that I do uh, is run. And I sometimes run with podcasts. I sometimes use music, especially if I'm on roads. But a lot of time, I do not take anything with me. And eventually, my running becomes a moving meditation. I am just focused or in the zone. There's a lot of different ways you can meditate. Highly suggest that you check it out online. There's tons of guided meditations and people who will very happily and for free teach you how to do it on some of the platforms where you can watch videos online. So that's that's a great way because if you're meditating, then the idea is we're slowing down the thoughts of the mind or disconnecting from the monkey mind, which might be happening, or the negative thought spirals, which can happen, so that we are thus raising our vibration. Next thing I have, smile. This is an awesome one. And this is one that was taught to me by my friend, Elena Harder-Rection, way back. Uh, just smile. I believe this is on her podcast, too. Just smiling. And even if you walk into perhaps a bathroom, somewhere there's a mirror, and you smile at yourself, that can feel super weird, but it can also help you to raise your vibration. Uh, that can be like laughing with a, smiling, laughing with a friend, uh, watching something funny. It's just great because there's a lot of things we can look outside that might make us smile. Even stepping outside and looking at the sun and smiling for the warmth of the sun, as well as how fast it's melting all the snow outside and getting all of the mud and muck dried up so that it will be summertime soon and trails will be dry and... I will be happier than I am now. That's great. Uh, but yeah, just simply smiling can go a long way. And this is one, especially, you might make someone's day if you do this out in public. There have been plenty of instances where I have been around and, you know, you can see stress on grocery store cashiers' faces sometimes or on different people. DMV is a classic example of people that are not happy. And uh, just go and smile. Be polite. That can really help something. You're spreading positive energy, and that can help to raise both your vibration and someone else's by smiling, treating them like an actual person, not a robot. <sighs> okay, what's the next thing I got on my list? Uh, helping someone. This is great. Helping somebody can really help you to feel better very easily. Um, we have... We have a very complicated life that's been created by the systems and powers that be. So just trying to do everything on your own can be very challenging. It can be a great way to raise your vibration, raise your frequency by helping someone, whether that's helping your elderly neighbor rake leaves, whether that's helping your toddler learn how to walk, whether that's, I don't know, helping, helping someone at work learn a new program. These are all things we can do. We can be doing something that we enjoy or something that's inspiring, but we're also supporting someone else and helping them to hopefully become a better person. So that is a great one. 
the next thing that I have on my list here, um, sharing positive stories. This is a big one you can also do on social media. There, like I said, there's a lot of negativity going around. Watch the news. But if we can share positive things, if we can share stories, uh, stories of triumph or of inspiration or of overcoming odds or of feeling better or of healing with different technologies, these are things that can help us to raise our vibration. Again, sharing positive begets sharing more positive. I'm sure we've all been in situations where someone tells a story with, you know, complaining about something or it's a fairly negative story. And then the next person drops one of, oh my gosh, this one time I went to Wally World and the cashier was a moron. And the next person says, oh my gosh, and they got my order wrong and I did the online ordering and it didn't work. And like, okay, cool. Well, I went in there on a Saturday unfortunately on purpose on a Saturday, but I had a great experience. I just figured, Hey, it is what it is. I'll be here for as long as I can choose my attitude. So that ties into the next one of choosing your attitude to raise your frequency. You know, we all know someone who's negative. You can choose to be negative or you can choose to try and get out of it. And I will definitely add the caveat that if you are in a negative headspace, it can be really hard to get out of that. Really hard. Speaking from personal experience, after many traumatic events, it can be really hard to get out of that. But it really does work once you choose to take those steps. It can be very hard to want to change. It can be very hard to make some of those changes that are necessary. But ultimately, it comes from within, and by doing so, we can move forward. Okay, the next thing I have is affirmations. And I think this one's hilarious because I see so, when I just did a quick search, there were so many articles put at the top of the search I was looking for on why they don't work. So we're going to talk about why they do work because they really can work when you believe in them. Uh, so an affirmation for anyone who doesn't know is a positive statement of encouragement or emotional support. So oftentimes people may have negative thoughts in their head. Oh, I dislike such and such part of the body. Oh my gosh, this is happening here. Oh, I dropped that again. I'm such a klutz. We're going to cancel clear all of those because if you keep saying positive things, then that can override some of the lower frequency, more emotionally stressed, you know, the, the fear, the hate, the shame, uh, more of those heavy, heavy emotions as opposed to the lighter ones that we are trying to move into. So, you know, by doing that, we just talk about positive things. I love my amazing new job. I love getting paid to do something that I really enjoy. I love being an inspiration for people. Focus some of those on that or whatever it might be. I love feeling fast when I run. I love feeling strong when I work out. Anything like that. Our own self-talk can often be negative because we're so conditioned into it from the media, from the government education system, from other things. So when you are using affirmations, that can provide a way for, for love or the higher emotions to flow into your heart. You know, you feel them, you're speaking them, that can bring them into being. I did a great episode with Realist Idealist recently talking about language. And I need to, I'd like to do another one more focused on that and to tie in some of the aspects of the Joe Dispenza work and visualizing and 
speaking things into being or even some of the ways that our language is constructed to trick us and in a way purposely imprison people so your your view of what you're experiencing can actually be very easily shaped by the words that you are using and the way that things are misconstrued or construed as it were so to to have the positive talk and to use words functionally and be aware of the language you're using is really important a great one you could use i deserve the best that love and life has to offer and just keep repeating that you know that's much nicer than cancel clear this oh my gosh that that terrible thing happened to me again oh my gosh oh my gosh this is happening of course this is happening oh my god if that's not one thing it's another we'll cancel clear all of that so that we are going to have amazing things come in uh spoiler alert i'm single so there's an amazing woman out there coming into my life and i keep speaking that into being it can be very very easy to get into a spiral and you'll hear it all the time on podcasts or on the news or talking to your friends that you know oh my gosh the the online dating world everyone has an opinion of it once you're no longer in college it can be very challenging to meet people because it can just be challenging to meet people so yeah we'll leave it at that because i could ramble for a while about that um next one focus on what inspires you what fires you up what are you excited about what are things that get your blood pumping so what if you focused on those you know if you're not not feeling so great what if you just took a short little break and you know watched pump up videos or go for a run or go and get your body physically moving or 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 what is something that expires you if you know you see a friend of yours and she's doing everything and she's a single mom then hey that's an inspiration maybe you could go and do things that as well um easy way to do that is maybe instead of blankly scrolling or mindlessly aimlessly scrolling social media or the news or the sports maybe put your attention onto something that is an inspiration so someone who has gone from where you are to six figure seven figure eight figure income maybe you read a book that's a transformational story of what you want to do maybe you go and see if a documentary about someone who's done what you want to do maybe you look at photos of a place you want to travel to that can be a great way to get inspired and to really help you feel better uh, next one I have on my list is nourishing foods. You know, the food we eat can play a big role in how we feel. There's a lot of garbage food out there. There's a lot of it very heavily subsidized by powers that be for questionable reasons. The whole idea that organic food needs to be labeled and pesticide uh, carcinogenic foods do not need to be labeled. Um, that's bizarre. Clown world. But if you're focusing on eating whole nutritious foods, organic as much as you can, and cutting out some of the, the main drivers of dis-ease in the world, um, 
tons and tons of processed sugar, fake sugars, alcohol, caffeine, uh, the pesticides and chemicals sprayed on foods, the way animals are treated. Um, these are things which could be affecting uh, you. You could be picking up the frequency of, say, factory farmed chickens when you're eating them and not be aware of it. You could be ingesting all kinds of chemicals that are sprayed on things that uh, if you need to wear a hazmat suit to wear it, to spray stuff on strawberries, how in the hell are they okay for someone to eat? Um, that doesn't make sense. So maybe think about that. There's some great resources out there. Tons of them online for fruits and veggies that you may want to consider getting organically if possible because of the chemical load yeah tons and tons of resources um i like to cook for myself uh especially after seeing the nonsense certain places the past few years uh that's pretty much all i do um so i can cook for myself i can pick what i'm gonna get i can get organic i can get whole foods i can get things that i like uh, try to avoid some of those garbage things as much as possible and you know especially if you've ever had alcohol and woke up with a hangover uh that does not feel so great so there can be time and a place for everything and everything in moderation but just things to possibly consider are you know what what are you ingesting what are you putting into your body and also what are you putting onto your body there are many, many, many of the, I guess, beauty products, can't even call them health products, that um, have a lot of stuff in them that's not so great for you. So that might be something you wish to look into as well, if it resonates with you. And if not, hey, no worries. These are my thoughts and ideas. Do what's right for you. Uh, next one I've got kind of tied to that is water. Drink water. Drink good water. And there's some really cool experiments were done by a guy named Masaru Emoto, the water guy. And that was all looking at infusing water with the vibration or the energy that certain words carry, and then allowing the water to sit, freeze it, and see what crystal patterns developed. And words such as love and harmony and peace and joy had very different uh, ice crystal structures than hate and disgust. Um, I've seen people do experiments at home with it on bread, you know, on different products that have stayed ripe or stayed well for days and others that haven't. And that can be something as simple as on the bottom of my coffee cup. What have we got? Love, joy, happiness, adventure. That's on the bottom of it. So I can take a sip of what I'm drinking. And think of that love, joy, adventure, and happiness pouring into me. Abundance would be another one. So those are simple, easy things that you can do. Uh, and again, I know there have been a lot of hit, hit articles on the Emoto stuff. Um, hey, it costs you pretty much nothing because you probably already have a Sharpie that you could write on the bottom of a water bottle with to try it out. Maybe it makes a difference. And if not, it costs you about five seconds to write something on the bottom of it so maybe try it for yourself maybe not Whew. next thing i got clearing clutter clutter can be a big one that can just take up a lot of physical space as well as 
energetic space as well as mental space of remembering what stuff you have, where it is, all that other th- all that other stuff. So something that's really helped me, and especially after five months of dry camping in the truck and then having a roof over my head now, that's not the canopy of my truck or the cab of my truck, is to really focus on what I have and some of the Marie Kondo ideas. If it doesn't bring you joy, then get rid of it. Um, But also, how are things organized? I like clean spaces. I like open spaces. I do not like to feel confined or cramped or just compressed or held back. So it was a challenge for me to get stuff into my truck and to take things with me. But I definitely found that I would be, I would feel calmer and just more at peace and at ease if I had clean surfaces I was looking at. The clothes might be kind of, you know, all over the place inside a bag, but to see a bag with everything in it that zipped up is very different from seeing clothing scattered everywhere. So that was something that helped me. I know we all have our own our own ways of organizing and doing things, but you know, that's, that's to each their own. Uh, next thing I got here, um, releasing toxic relationships. Uh, yeah. Who you spend time with is important. I've seen all kinds of things. You know, you are, you end up being the average of the five people you spend the most time with two people you spend the most time with who knows. Um, who are those people? You know, are you possibly, Heading out to be a bar star every night, waking up hungover. Are you, you know, part of a, a spiritual community? I don't know. Do you live in a, at a retreat center or something where, you know, people are focused on personal growth and engaging? Um, if there are, there are any toxic relationships that you have, it may come time to release them and move on because they're no longer serving you. Um, this can be super challenging if it's family, if it's a partner, uh, if it's a child, um, a grandparent or, you know, a relation that, that can be really hard, but it's also important to notice and pay attention to, you know, what are, what are the words people are using when they're, they're interacting with you? Do you enjoy spending time with this person? Do you feel good after? Do you feel bad after? If you don't feel great after seeing someone or, are constantly looking forward to the time they leave, then that might be a signal that it is time to uh, at least reassess your relationship, Uh, perhaps terminate it, uh, perhaps find a way out of it. Um, Yeah, it can be super challenging though, speaking from personal experience. Yeah. So if you are going to go through that or you do uh, have to go through that, um, you know, feel free to reach out. I uh, can't say I've done the best job of anything out there, but I have done a job of stuff that's worked for me and made a number of significant life changes over the past decade, two decades. Uh, specific amount of time, pick a time. Um, lots of stuff has changed in my life. Change is the only constant. All right. Uh, the next thing I've got is to clear your energy field. Um Yeah, this may not go over well with some people of different belief systems, but clearing your energy field is is a great thing to do. Uh, You can try some different, there's tons and tons of different modalities out there. Reiki, uh, acupuncture, um, blah, blah, blah. 
lots of ways. There's guided meditations that can help you to visualize releasing uncertainty and then filling yourself with love and light. Taking a yoga class I found was a great way to clear my energy field. Um, just go in, you know, release the emotions that's trapped in the hips, release stuff that's trapped in the shoulders and just feel better. I was very surprised the first time I ever took a yoga class. Um, didn't really know what to expect. I thought about it for about a month after I decided I was going to go and I'd take a look and see who's at the yoga for athletes course. Well, I lived in Colorado and eventually went and the feeling after it was just this peace of mind in, in my brain. It felt a little bit like I was high. It was very different. I just felt good in a way that I hadn't. I felt things releasing in my, well, <laughs> I'm an endurance athlete. So most of the muscles of my lower body um, tend to be tight. I do not have the yoga flexibility. At this moment, I am working towards more flexibility and range of motion. But just releasing all of that, that really helped clear my energy field. And at the time I was in a high pressure job, I had a lot of people around me who were hyper driven and some who were very toxic. So that was a great way for me to just clear all that energy off after work, feel my body open up, just feel a sense, a greater sense of well-being. Next thing I got is to hug a loved one. Um, that's a great way to raise your vibration. You know, if you've ever had a meltdown or ever pretty much anything going on, like to just have a hug from someone, to, to give a hug or to receive a hug and just stand there and be present in the moment to embrace it. It's comfort. It's love. It's a sign of support. It can really go a long way in helping make someone's day like helping another part it can really go a long way in in helping your your mental patterns or helping what you might want to release so that is that is great um another one i have here is you want might want to join a higher vibrational community and once you start to to pay attention to how you feel with things and once you start to consciously or purposefully raise your vibration, focus on, on higher thoughts, uh, release the past, um, you know, perhaps the seek therapy, seek acupuncture, release things that maybe are holding you back, start changing your language. Um, certain things aren't going to fit anymore. So you may find yourself looking for new friends or a new social circle. So as those higher frequency emotions, the the love, the joy, the happiness, the the feeling of peace and things, as as those happen, you may not want to be part of some of the other things that used to be really important for you. And this varies person by person, and there is no right and wrong for anything. It's all whatever works for you. I know very spiritual and very high vibe people that love to have a beer, that love to go watch sports, that need to see every new Marvel movie when it comes out, whatever it might be, that's okay. But the more that, that you are aware of that, the more that you're raising your vibration, you're staying positive, positive things are happening, then you tend to become a magnet for higher frequency experiences. So more exciting things happen. Um, 
cooler people that you might not have realized come into your experience or you you start changing and you change what you wear maybe you change how you dress you change your look you change uh, your activity level you change the activities that you do you maybe give up some foods or start doing new foods you maybe go and travel you maybe let go of a job and go and find something meaningful there's a lot of different ways you can do it. I know my life has shifted a lot since I left the corporate nine to five world. It also looks very different from many people who are in that or from many people who have, have made their careers and things that they love. Um, there's no right or wrong way to do anything. It's all our own experience. And part of what I love is talking to people about where they are, what they're doing, what motivates them. What's that drive behind it? Because I've had so many experiences in my life. I just enjoy hearing about other people, what makes them tick. So you, know, you may find that you're, you're switching and um, some of the stuff that used to click with you no longer makes a difference. I can think of many things off the top of my head that we're not going to go into right now. Ah, okay, I think that has mostly tied up my list here. Uh, oh, last thing, um, toxins. Yeah, yeah. Detoxify. That can be a great way to raise your vibration. Um, there can be parasites. There can be microbes. There can be all kinds of chemicals and stuff in things, whether it's the foods you eat, whether it's the cleaning products you use, um, whether it's the air you are breathing, whether it's the environment you're in at work, lots of things. So maybe an idea to take a look and see, you know, what's in the stuff that you're eating. Are some of those colors or some of those ingredients connected with disease? Um, can you pronounce the words on the on the the food label? If not, hmm, maybe that were maybe worth investigating. But you know, um, cleaning supplies, skincare. Uh, yeah, so those are the two big ones that that pop up, um, especially things like antiperspirants and deodorants. Like aluminum's not great in your body. Uh, coating yourself with it, maybe that's a connection to some of the diseases we see. Who knows? Um, you know, plastics. One thing I am very, very aware of now. Uh, I'd heard about plastic for a while, and plastic, plastic's a double-edged sword, you know, because there are many, many things which are great that are made out of plastic, and there are many things which are not so great which are made out of plastic. So plastic itself is not the problem. But I have noticed a big change since my trip. Um, I don't want anything out of a plastic bottle anymore, a liquid that I'm drinking. I do not want it. I had my Nalgene's that I've been looking at for quite a while. I've had a couple of them since we did the West Coast Trail and oh my God, 2012, I think that was. Um, or 2011. I don't even remember now. I've looked at the photos. Not important. But uh, some of those were there and just to have my bottle be sitting in the desert, you know, I'd have it in the cab of my truck. I'd go for a run. I'd come back and have some. The water tasted different than it did out of my stainless steel things. So, um, yeah, it was kind of pricey, but I got rid of a bunch of things and actually just found a hydro flask at the dump, um, which was awesome. The free store at the dump had some great stuff. So 
have a new hydro flask that is bought a lid for and uh that water tastes better to me it tastes different and you know better is obviously subjective and subject to my life experience and interpretations but it tastes better to me to have that water out of that i'm going to drink anyways out of that than out of a nalgene than out of the bottle the little plastic um bike bottle that i've got on my bike uh arguably then out of my run vest but at the same time when i'm running i don't notice a ton of things about flavor other than is it salty and sugary or not so to each their own with that but you know the detox is good and the water is good water can really help us process a lot of things um you know you're active you need to drink water water is essential for many of the chemical processes in our body water is a water is life so to have an adequate supply of it and a non-toxic supply of it is really important because we're you know that water is going into us and becoming part of us and then we're releasing part of us each time we urinate or defecate or ejaculate or i think that's all of them yeah yeah um so you know bringing in that water again and being grateful for it as it comes into the body like we talked about earlier with masaru emoto emoto um but letting that flow out as well so releasing the old bringing in and being grateful for the new that can really help to change things our bodies regenerate themselves every seven years every how often number seems to change whenever but you know what are you eating what are you what are you drinking that can make a big effect on how you feel but okay that uh that wraps up all the stuff that i had here today to talk about how to raise your vibration and um one thing that i wanted to share you know if you're thinking about raising your vibration or just kind of at a random spot looking for his um i play with oracle cards sometimes and I haven't done one of the animal cards here on the show for a little while um no reason why i have or haven't just hasn't happened but uh i picked one off of uh colette baron reed's website and it is a cool dream weavers oracle because for me part of the podcast is a dream and spreading inspiration hopefully uh, empowerment out to people out there connecting with people of all different walks of life and just helping to raise the vibration raise the frequency of things going on so as a dream weaver uh the card that i picked today it's a brand new one. it's called when a witch must drink their brew uh the essential meaning is being unapologetically comfortable in who you are trusting and knowing your own magic being authentic and expired the courage to own your values and who you are and not succumbing to the spell of society so i thought that sharing the uh little blurb here for this card would be awesome it's a free app off the website which i'll link to um but this is the the write-up for it so i thought that tied in great with raising your vibration because you know as you're raising your vibration things are gonna fall away it can be very challenging relationships might end jobs might end locations might no longer fit activities might no longer fit but maybe there's a higher purpose to that maybe there's a purpose you can only see from looking back so uh this is the uh, write-up for the card do you trust in your own magic you should there's no one like you and your essence is brimming with life force and purpose unique to you 
This is your magic elixir, so drink it down and cast off what doesn't serve you. Being fully yourself is what's required of you right now. Nothing less will do. Yes, it takes courage to cast off the spell of society with all of its expectations, manipulations, and restrictions to claim your true expression. Do you worry about the consequences? What if you won't fit in? These are the times when a new world is being birthed. Your truest note in the symphony of life can only be played by you. This is how you serve the whole world in harmony with others to create the sweetest music. This is a time for you to ask yourself what is truly authentic to you, what is in or out of alignment with your values. Adjust your life where you need to, for this is a profound time to stand up, shine, and be seen. Drink in your magic, share it with the world, and be bold. When a witch must drink their brew, they are at a profound moment to own their own magic, just like you. You were born for these times. Again, this is from the Colette Barrett Reed Dreamweaver's Oracle, which is currently available free on her website. Ooh, oh gosh, now we're dropping stuff everywhere. Um, but all right, that uh, that wraps up what I had to talk about today, raising our vibration. On that note, I am going to do a little post-processing here and then go back outside and go walk down to the probably pretty cold sand. Uh, watch the snow a little bit, but put my feet in the sand, bare feet in the sand. Reduce some of the inflammation, uh, just overall feel better, get grounded, and connect with nature a little bit more because that is a great way to raise your vibe. Realize, as I said that, uh, if you have a pet, Connecting with your pet can be a great way to raise your vibe, too. All right. Anyways, thank you so much for listening, friends. Really appreciate it. I hope you are here with us next week for whatever comes up next week. And uh, if you enjoyed it, please, please, please hit the subscribe button and uh, give us a review if you're drawn to. That would be fantastic and amazing. All right. Without any further ado, I'm going to go head outside, take this uh, Sedona Scorpion cup, and see you all in the flip-flop. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom of the Wilderness.